This is Stage Chats with Claudia and Ailish. Hey, hey dancers! Welcome to Stage Chats. The place where we discuss and answer all of the dance mum questions. Dance mum questions. <gasps> Guys, this is a really juicy episode because I basically went on my Instagram and asked, it's all staying anonymous, Yeah. dance mums, what do you want to know? What is there something that you've been wanting to know for your dancer's journey? You can ask us and we're going to answer it anonymously literally in this episode right now. Literally. Literally, that's so good. I feel I like shout out to dance moms. Not gonna lie, they I feel do like the most. You've got such a hard job. I know. Well, this is the crazy thing, right? It's like dance moms. At the end of the day, it's like you know your child the best. You yeah. know your child better than what your teacher knows your child. Yeah, and the better than the, your child knows your child. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I feel like mothers they have such an important role. Like yeah, yeah. but we're gonna get stuck into that. Um, yeah, for sure. We're trying to help you out. Yeah, we're. we're we're literally going to answer all these questions so honestly. And the good news is, is that, you know, Ailish and I, we're not linked to anything. So no. like we're not affiliated with something. We're not trying to promote something. It's like no. we're literally going to be answering it truthfully. Yes, so of course. if you want some honest advice, keep listening. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so prizes. Prizes. Hey. You can ring. Well, <laughs> you can ring me on. I thought. <laughs> Please don't ring me. <laughs> uh, you can win the spring 2-9 crop. Oh. So cute. Actually, that's good for dance mums and kids too. Actually, you know what? Dance mums, take your selfies. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Dance mums, calling all dance mums, take a selfie with your daughter or son today because literally that is – that's going to be so cute. That's so good. Okay, I love that. Let's do that. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So take a selfie, tag us, listen to this episode, and you can win 2-9 crop. Woo! All right. First question, Ailish, do you have one? Yes. Okay. So how many hours should my 13-year-old daughter be dancing? Ooh, this came up heaps about the hours. I personally think a 13-year-old needs to be doing no more than 20 hours a week. Yeah. 20 to 25. I feel like when you get into the 25 territory, to be honest, that's full time. Yeah, literally. I mean, you're dancing, what, five hours a day? Yeah. I'm trying to think back when I was 13, I think I was dancing two nights a week and a Saturday. Day. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I, I, w- I wasn't really doing that much, was I? Mm, no, no. Yeah. I, I would say between, yeah, 20 to 25 max. I yeah. feel like if you're going past the 25 mark, I just think you're stepping into the full-time hours and it's like you may as well be full-time if you're going to exactly. go like past that, you know, yeah. point. Yeah. And right? I feel like a lot of kids at that age as well, like you're doing group competitions, solos and everything mm. like that. So that will also add in time. Literally. And you're obviously doing like exams, like whether you're doing like ballet exams, tap exams. Totally. There's so many different types. Did you do tap exams? Yeah, I did. I did. did. Yeah. Tap exams, jazz exams, the whole lot. Oh, did you do the whole shebang? The whole shebang. Ah, See, I only did ballet exams. Oh, how interesting. No, CSTD. Shout out. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. This one's interesting. How do I get my dancer to practice at home without being a pest? See, I think, okay, this is, this is an interesting one. Probably depends on the age. I feel like if your dancer isn't full time yet and they're just at home and they're doing dances, like a a little bit of a hobby, I personally think it really should come from them. Yeah. That's what I mean. It should come from the dancer. I think it should come from the dancer. And I think if it's not coming from them, if it was my child, I personally wouldn't want to be 
pushing them because I know that later on it's just going to like work against them because obviously if they don't have that, you know, gut instinct to practice right now, yeah. they're not they're not like overly into it, which is okay. Yeah. Like not every dancer is like, you know, in love with ballet at 12. Want to like, do it 24-7. No, yeah. no, and that's totally fine. Some love for ballet, like it actually grows as they get older, yeah. right? So I think as a parent the best thing you can do is just let them be. I feel like as a parent you'd probably want want it more than the child. Yeah. Like I'd probably like sit down with my child and be like, okay, you know, you're doing dancing, you're dancing this much. Like what do you want out of it? Yeah. Is it just for a fitness or you want to go full time, take it professionally? Once you know what they are after, then you know to be like, okay, well, if you want to take it professionally, don't you think you should practice a little bit more? Well, I think this is the other thing. Obviously as a parent too, you almost have that emotional connection to it as well because you're the one that's paying all the bills. Exactly. You're the one that like can see how much commitment goes in or maybe like even as a dance parent when you were younger you might have danced and didn't put your all into it and you don't want your child to make the same mistake like there's all sorts of reasons why but I think at the end of the day I think practicing should come from the child and if they're not willing to do that yet I feel like they will bloom into that yeah it's probably just a bit of a maturity thing an accountability thing they'll grow into it they will once they realize okay ballet's ballet's a lot and and it is a lot of hard work when they realize how much hard work it is I feel like that's when they'll go okay I need to put in the extra hours yeah and if they want it they will I think like yeah they're probably too young right now to Mm. realize it but hopefully if they do want to go further with it they'll realize okay I need I need to do this yeah so true okay so this person says how do I deal with competitive slash competitive dance mums Oh, that's interesting. Um, so it's basically like dealing with other competitive yeah. dance parents. Yeah. I think at the end of the comparative, day. Comparative, sorry. Competitive and comparative. comparative. I think every person's journey in dance is so different that you almost can't compare anything. Like yeah. even this morning on my stories, I was talking about the fact that like there is no proof that what 10-year-olds are doing nowadays, some of them are full-time, they're doing 20 hours a week, they're doing all this stuff that's like crazy, crazy, more, more, more. There's no proof that that actually works. In fact, there's actual proof that it doesn't work because so many of them have burnt out. Yeah. So in my opinion, I think you should be taking advice off people where they have made it or their child has gone far with it or there's proof that that actually does work. Exactly, So I think if you're like dealing with a crazy dance parent sitting next to you and they're like, you know, rattling off all this stuff about what their kid's doing and this and that and the other. It's kind of like, but where's the proof that what you're saying is actually going to work? Yeah, exactly. And you're winning at 13, but what's going to happen when she's 18? Yeah, because the ultimate goal is like you want your child to, you know, get a job or like join a ballet company. And that's hard. Yeah, Yeah. and you want them to do that later on. You don't want them just like winning trophies now because really like in the scheme of things, that's nothing in comparison to someone that's going to be getting a contract later on. Yeah. So I think you kind of just need to almost like remind yourself like this is this small picture right now yeah like you're in it for the big picture and if you're in it for that I reckon then you you won't be bothered exactly and I feel like you're actually there for your dancer yeah I would kind of be embarrassed if my mum was you know rattling off like being so Mm. competitive about myself like I think like your main focus is your child yeah dancing like keep your eye on that like don't worry about what other kids are doing like focus on your own dancer but it is hard hey it's hard to like even in 
normal world. It's hard to like not let other people get to you and this, that, the other. Yeah. But I think. And especially because ballet is so competitive. It is. Yeah. And like obviously you're at competitions and there's all these crazy people around yeah. you like, you know, doing this, doing that, saying that they're going to be doing this. It's just like, look, come come talk to me when yeah. when there's proof that this works. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> why is dance competition so competitive? Yeah. Like why does everyone get up in arms? I like, think, you know why? I think um, ballet's subjective. Yeah. So true. like, you know, it's not like whoever runs over the yeah. um, finish line first. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah. It's, you know, the art form is so subjective. So like your your kid might be winning everything at this yeah. one comp. Then you get to the next comp and think, oh my gosh, like she's got it in the bag. No. Like yeah. that that other adjudicator will probably admire something so different yeah. to what the one, you know. I you know, know what my mum really here. struggled with that, like yeah. at dance competitions because she's like, everyone has their own opinion. Why does this person think this person was better? You know Literally. what I mean? Like she was like, she found that so difficult. So difficult. Yeah. yeah. When should my dancer go full time? Oh, this <laughs> question. The million <laughs> dollar question. <laughs> so different for everyone. So different for everyone. There's some like beautiful dancers that I train at the moment and they're like, you know, 13, 14 that are full time and right now it really works for them. They're yeah. very mature yeah. and I feel like they're ready for it. I would say it would come down to a maturity thing. Yes, like, that's what I think too. Yeah, I think if your daughter is mature for a young 13, 14 year old, I wouldn't say any earlier, lower, nah. any earlier than no, that. No, no, no. But if they are mature and they are dedicated, I think, and they, they're responsible with it yeah, too. Like they yeah. know what their limits are. Like I yeah. think some young kids just want to go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. That's when it leans to burnout. Yeah, right? exactly. I think if they are aware of how their body feels, they're like, oh, you know what? I could have a break today. Yeah. If they're, if they're mature in that way, cause it's not even just down to their body too. I always say it's like down to emotional maturity. Yeah. Like a 13 year old is going to take a correction so differently to what a 16 year old dancer would just like a 10 year old does not have the emotional maturity to take on corrections like a 15 year old so it's like that's why I don't think it's necessary at 10 11 12 then I think when someone gets into like 13 14 15 like there's some 13 year olds that like literally look like 17 year olds like they're fully grown developed maturity like they're there they're just there you can just tell like know their stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like they're just, you know, wise beyond their years almost. But then there's like a 13-year-old that is almost like almost a 10-year-old. Exactly. Like that was me back in the day. I was oh, like yeah. so not mature so already. Yeah. So I think it just depends literally on the child. Yeah. And I think it's also hard because technically you're not going to get a job until like the earliest probably 17. Yeah. 17, 18 is probably the earliest you'll get a job. So say you go full-time at 12, mm. that's six years full-time training. Crazy. And and then a career on top of that, like yeah. your body is going to be, is not going to be okay. Yeah. Well, I always say too, like I always say as well that you really should be only going full time for a year, year and a half, maybe two years max. Before you get a job. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually think that if your teacher is wanting you to go full time for five years, I think it says a lot about the teachers, to I be honest. I think so too. Can, do they have the ability to actually correct your child to a level that they need to get to, yeah. to become professional? If they need to be full time for five 
five years. Exactly. And That's I think crazy. The, full, the first year you go full time is the year you see the most growth. Improvement. Because yep. obviously your hours improve. You're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Then you obviously, you know, nurture that for a bit. Yep. And then I think if you, you go. You plateau a little yeah, bit. Hey, I think yeah. if you go up and down for so long, like that's a lot on your body. Yeah. Like, and I also agree. your mind to be like, oh, I'm actually getting worse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So true. Because your body gets lazy. You're tired. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, I would say the perfect age is 15 in my opinion, yeah. because I think like what we just said, you can really only get a job at like 17. Yeah. So 15 into a couple of years into 17, I think it kind of like times out really well. Yeah. But then, you know, like we just said, it comes down to honestly personal choice. And this is where I think the mum instinct or the dad instinct needs to come in. Yeah. Like, you know, your child best, better than anyone else. Yeah. So if you know that it's the wrong decision for them, don't be persuaded into these ridiculous hours. You got to yeah. look at what, what are the benefits of, of the this teacher, what are they going to be getting from me by going full time? Yeah. Just think about that for a second. Yeah. So I think what you need to do is like make sure you are making the right decision for your child's career, which I is agree. huge. Yeah. It is huge. It is a big decision, but I think, yeah, mm. it's good. Mm. How to be supportive when your child is going overseas so young. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that is hard. I mean, again, it kind of does come back to what we just said. Like if you genuinely feel in your bones that like overseas wouldn't suit them. Do you think they'll have the ability to cook for themselves, clean Mm. for themselves, walk the streets by themselves, public transport by themselves, catch a flight by themselves? If you're looking at that and you're like, I don't, I don't think she is emotionally ready for that. I think you kind of need to trust it a little bit. Right. And maybe, maybe either implement at home. This is what I would do. Like little things to get them a little bit more prepared. Yeah. And if they clearly fail those like smaller tasks, it's like, okay, I don't know if this is the right thing. Yeah. Harder than (laughs) just like jumping in the deep end. But I think if your child is overseas, I think from personal experience, the best thing to do is actually just be there for them. Like just Mm. sit there and listen like I Mm. think you know there was so many hard days overseas you know Mm. homesickness just everything and I remember just calling my mom and all she did was listen Mm. like she just sat there she was like I know this is hard for you but I'm just here for you exactly I think just being there is the best thing is the best thing for your child so true yeah tough one though it would be hard hard. like letting your letting your little butterfly out the nest (laughs) I know mom said it was still to this day the hardest day of her life letting you go overseas it would be so awful but then there's also this hard part too it's like if you know deep down they're not emotionally ready but then you almost don't want to hold them back yeah so there's like this fine line that's why I think the testing's important yeah and I think like also like if they get this opportunity like obviously do the testing and everything but it's also like you kind of let them experience it for themselves yeah like because obviously like we were like I think I was 17 so I yeah. think like I definitely don't think I was ready but no. I literally just jumped two feet in and just I worked out it. things myself and yep. like I think as a person that helped me grow so much. Exactly. So I'm actually very grateful. Like I definitely wouldn't have, like my mum was like, you were not ready. No. But I just let you go. And th- Which is half of yeah. it because then you grow so much from that opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Next thing. Okay, this is an interesting one. How do I know if my dancer is actually good? Yeah, Because gosh. this is another thing. It can be probably very hard to know as a parent. Obviously, if you haven't danced, it's like how do you know if your child 
does have what it takes to get to, you know, a ballet company or whatnot. Yeah. How do you know? I think like if they get opportunities from a young age, like I know. That's what I think. Yeah. If they do summer schools or something and they get, you know, appreciated or like a special mention or, you know, how there's those awards. Mm. Like I think if they get them, if they, you know, do competitions regularly and they do well, I think that's when you know, okay, my my dancer obviously has something. Has what it takes. people are in the industry they're not you know no, crazy exactly yeah. and I think too like a lot of these people that are like recognizing your child for like you know their hard work or yeah. for their facility or whatever it is right um they they know those those things that the companies are looking for like yeah. they know what these schools companies everyone is looking for yeah. so they they're obviously going to recognize that and go okay this one over here has you know the right facility yeah. or has the right work ethic or has the right this that the other yeah exactly <laughs> no that's that's so true like I think yeah. and all of these people would be ex-dancers I think if I was a parent and I see my daughter mm. or son getting special mentions at things I think I would actually go up to them and be like okay this is my daughter I don't know much about mm. dance myself or whatever blah 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 can you tell me something because yeah. another thing is your regular teacher knows the child like knows your child really well already so they can kind of get a little bit blindsided yeah. they're like so used to their good and bad habits to the point where it's like sometimes it's hard to get fresh feedback yes, from a teacher exactly. that you've known for like yep. eight years. Yep. So if you go to these new places or new opportunities like a summer school or something and, and they get recognised like with a special mention, yeah. that's a good opportunity to ask that director exactly. and just say, hey, like is there is there something here? Like what, you know, what do you see? Yeah. Or like is there something that she needs to work on further? Yes. Yeah. Like I think getting – I think and they'll be more honest as well because they won't be biased. No. You know what I mean? They, they don't know you from a bar spoke. No, like, so they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna hold back. Yeah. Like they're just gonna say like yes, like we saw this in her, and I think like that's that's really important. Like hold yeah. on to those things because obviously they've seen that little spark. Yeah. So that's half of it. And right? I think also like if you know your daughter loves it, you know she's got that work ethic and drive. Mm. I think that can take your daughter or, or son so far. Yeah, like literally. I think like you know even natural facilities, you know that's awesome and stuff. But like if they've actually got the drive because I think dancing it comes to the drive yeah it does yeah. it comes down to that so do you think a steadfits and competitions are worth it Ooh, probably depends on the stage of their journey yeah I and reckon. what age they are so let's go through like okay a steadfits solos and all that group of steadfits I think are good from a young age yeah 10 I yeah. think is good to like get on stage learn how to dance and interact with other kids yeah. and like you know being on stage not alone yeah I and think- I also feel like the first time you go on stage even you know older you know your first solo whatever it Mm. is very nerve-wracking oh so nerve-wracking and I think if you build the nerves up from a young age and you realize this is actually okay you can overcome it so much quicker whereas if you're 13 trying to do your first solo that is a lot it will come second nature yeah like I think yeah the nerves going on stage still for me even later was I still hard exactly and it's almost like when you get older right more fear like fear factor comes in whereas when you're a really young kid that fear factor is not there you're like fearless yeah so I I think think, it's awesome like you fall on stage you get up move on exactly I think probably for solos I reckon like 11 12 like I think that's a good age to like start doing even just for the genres that you enjoy yeah like just have a bit of fun like don't take it too seriously um but then summer schools and things like that I think summer schools are 
so important. But what age though? I would probably say like, like the 12. Seri- yeah, I was going to say like more the serious ones. Like yeah. would you say like, you know, those big ones that are overseas, do them when you're like 15? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking like, you know, around – so obviously we're in Australia, right? You can travel around to Australia. Like, yep. you know, we're in Brisbane. You might go to Melbourne for the Australian Ballet School. I'd probably say 12, 13 yeah. because they start like those ITP programs. Exactly. And I guess that's a, also a good way to get seen. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll know like, okay – I'm actually could do this. Exactly. I think that age. And then I think for the bigger ones overseas, they're not looking for people until you're 15. So I think, yeah, yeah. the earliest would be 14. Yeah. But I think any, anything before that I think is not a waste of time, but like also a bit of waste of money. It is. It's like, it's a lot. Unless you're willing to send your daughter overseas to the Royal Ballet School at 12 to join White Lodge. I don't think there's any point going over. Definitely Like I think just go over at 15 when, you know that she could get into the upper school at that age. And you like, know she's ready and, you know, at her peak performance. Yeah, exa- you know what I mean? exactly. Yeah. I think I did my first summer school when I was 16 yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing too because you want people to see you at your best. Yeah. You actually don't want these, like, huge schools to be seeing you when you're, like, raw and, you know, not fully not trained. Ready. yeah. Because yeah, I think, you know, first impressions do last yeah. and I think they m- might still remember that 12-year-old kid that did blah, blah. You L- know what I yeah, mean? Like, literally. Yeah, literally. So you want to make sure that you're, like – you know, peak performance. Yeah, you're, good you're, to go. you're looking your best. Yes. So this dance mum's asked, my daughter has reduced her eating and is losing a lot of weight fast. It's heartbreaking. Mm, what that should would be, she do? That would be hard as a parent. I yeah. feel the best thing that you can do is educate your daughter. Like if that was my daughter, I would be taking her to see a professional that can actually educate her on the importance of fueling. And, and that could be like a nutritionist, right? Yeah. Or it could be like even a nutritionist that specializes in dance. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of the time that dancers have a little bit of this, like, don't know what it is, this stigma around seeing a nutritionist or a doctor. Yeah. Like they feel like, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do crazy and yeah. I need help. No, no, it's literally good for you. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like if you maybe get her to or book it, book her in, like <laughs> no option. No, yeah. <laughs> You're seeing this person. But someone that was an ex-dancer yeah. and there's so many, like there's even some amazing ones like in America yeah. and all this. Like I think someone that was an ex-dancer because they know the um, – the like how crazy – The cra- demands. Yeah, the demands yeah. of ballet and yeah. how like crazy and grueling like yeah. the environment can be. Yeah. So- I also think I'd actually sit down with them and say like, you know, I've noticed this. Is there any reason why? Try and get to the mm. bottom of it because it could be like a teacher being like you're Commenting. fat or, yeah. you know, or someone else in the class or she feels bigger in comparison yes. to people. So I think like actually trying to understand why. why- why, yeah. why she's doing that so you can kind of be like okay this is a bad environment for her let's or, maybe take her out of this yeah. before it's too late yes. because I think when you start getting those little signs of them reducing eating and everything it's coming from somewhere they yeah. don't just wake exactly. up one day and, and be go, like I'm not gonna eat breakfast no, no no it's like the teacher or someone has said yes. something that yeah. has made them go okay I need to change my appearance yeah, yeah. you know and, so, and I think you've got to get to the bottom of that quick yeah before you know they go into because disordered eating has happens, you know, it can happen for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. So if oh, they're yeah. doing this at 12, they'll this can keep, last till 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll keep doing it until I think they, they get the right education yeah. or the right environment around them yeah. that makes them feel like, okay, that's wrong. I shouldn't be doing that. Exactly. Yeah. So true. So I feel like they're the two best things that you can do, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Get on top of it quick. Yeah. 
Yeah, literally. Wow. I mean, there is actually so many more questions that we could answer. I know, there but I feel is. like this episode's going to go on for yeah. like two hours. And um, yeah, if you guys, I think are... we've answered the best ones though. Yeah, like, I think yeah. so too. The most popular ones. Maybe yeah. we should do like a part two in a couple of weeks because yeah. there's like definitely a lot of questions there, even like about just hours and like things that you can skip and save on financially. Yeah, like, true. Just yeah, money. Yeah, Gosh, like yeah. Just all that stuff. It's like as a parent, you don't know when you're wasting your money exactly. or when you're yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll definitely chat about more. Yes, we will. Okay. Love Love you guys. (laughs) Yeah, love you, dance moms. Bye. Bye, guys.